ball. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Just like I'm the king on the microphone. So it's Dr. J and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks and taking it to the home. My favorite play is the alley oop. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. Cause it's basketball. Or Mr. Kirch's Welcome back. Another college basketball show for you guys. Uh, we are actually doing this over Zoom. Uh, the Gedkin brothers are at their house. I'm still at our college house, but uh, we're going to try our best to make the greatest show possible. But let's go over our prediction scores, our records from last week. Uh, as always, we're going to give you our prediction, predictions of upcoming games. And uh, last week, let me pull up the results here. I went eight and four. Uh, it's good for second place. Luke, of course, going nine and three, uh, yeah. starting off hot, and then Coin four and eight. So not the not the greatest week for Coin. I had no idea what my record is going to be. <laughs> I like to take risks. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's all right. If you, if you don't like a team, you just say fuck you, and you're just not picking them. Me? Yeah, I'm a biased guy. Uh, but. <laughs> anyway, let's see here. So we're going to do our OP polls, of course. Gotta just get the sounds up here. All right, ready? I'm going to start off with mine. Number one, Houston. Two, Texas. Three. God damn it. I'm on the wrong thing. <laughs> Baylor. I hardly know her. Uh, four, Kentucky. Five, we have Arkansas. Here we go. <laughs> I must dig my dig in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs. Uh, six, Virginia. Seven, Gonzaga. Eight, Kansas. Nine, Duke. And ten, North Carolina. Why is Kentucky a four? No, yeah. Give us give us your, like, why you oh, your because Oh, I forgot to say this. Yeah. So, I am ranking teams oh, by right. based off of my belief in how good they are. And I just, any game, for the most part, didn't really matter for how much, um, like, putting into these rankings. Like, so if you got a loss, like, it wasn't a big deal. But just based off of my faith and talent on these teams, that's kind of where I ranked them. You don't want to wear, you don't know where I put Kentucky? Uh, not in your top 10. 14. Yikes. <laughs> I put them lower. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I did the whole thing. I only give the top 10, though. No. My top 10, Houston 1, Kansas 2. Arkansas three, Texas four, North Carolina five, Virginia six, Baylor seven. Baylor, I hardly know her. Gonzaga eight, Duke nine, Michigan State ten. Yeah, I really wanted. I really wanted to put get Michigan State in the top ten. Yeah, I was on the fence with that, but uh, I don't know. It's Michigan State, so we'll find out. But I do do like what I see. So yeah, they beat your Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah, no shit. No complaints. Good. No complaints. Yeah, I guess not. All right, mine. Houston at one, North Carolina two, Kansas three, Virginia four, Texas five, Arkansas six, Baylor seven. Baylor, I hardly know her. Automatic with that. Gonzaga eight, Creighton nine, Duke ten. Yeah, I mean, oh, you're, so you're throwing Creighton back in. I mean, I'm good with that. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess so that's – so you have Creighton in at nine. Oh, Michigan State. I don't know Michigan State. Who'd yeah. you have in then instead of oh Kentucky? Well, he's got weird. Yeah, he's you got Kentucky. He's got a different style. So yeah, different rankings. I, I was trying to figure that out. Yeah. Who we uh, 
didn't have in hand or whatever. I feel like Kareem deserved it. Well, anyway, let's hop into this week's slate of games. I'm going to start off with the upsets, but like upsets like non-ranked teams against ranked teams. I'm going to start off with those games before we get into the real juice of the week. But uh, let's start off with Northwestern State. They beat number 15 TCU. Uh, TCU, Luke, they shot two for 21 from three. That just ain't going to cut it, is it? They're one of the worst um, three-point shooting teams anyways, like going into the year. Mm-hmm. Like last year, I think it was, they shot like 30 yep. as a team. Like that's just, I mean, that's just bad. So, hey, you can't rely. How many do they shoot? 21 they threes. Shot, like not a good three-point shooting team. Yeah. They're shooting 21 threes. It's just not a recipe for success at all. Oh, what's his face? A little uh, didn't play. Miles, Miles but yeah. You, there's no excuse for losing to Northwestern State. Yeah, I didn't think Northwestern had a state college. <laughs> no, I know. I it's, it's just ridiculous. No, look who goes there. Hansel. Hansel oh, Emmanuel he does. One hand guy. Or he one played guy? two minutes. He, he missed there. a shot. Had a foul. See no Gretel at all. Sister. I get it, sister. Yep. All right. Yeah, I get it. All right. Strong no, start. I mean, he's, he's terrible, TCU. Like, Jesus Christ. You're sp- you had the the expectations to be a top 10 team, and you, just, you lose to Northwestern State and barely beat every other team you play. It's just bad. At least their football team's good. Yeah. 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 I mean, Max Dugan. At least Eddie Lampkin's playing good. Eddie no, Lampkin's not. <laughs> don't don't I, fool I, our I, fucking I, listeners here. Eddie Lampkin is not good. He shot, and he wasn't even good last year. He shot the ball three times. Like he was just big. <laughs> but uh, yeah, coin any more uh, insight on that game? Um, I'll just keep they moving. Lost, they only lost by one. <laughs> yeah, the Northwestern State. Look at this. Though. Look on the bright side. If you look at All the right. chart on, if you look at the chart on Ken Palm, they were winning the whole no, game. No, yeah, because they were supposed to win. They're probably <laughs> thirty point favorites. No, it was like, it was like sixteen actually. It was the spread I think. Well, anyway, our next upset of the week, we had the University of Viva Las Vegas. They beat number 21, Dayton. They beat them 60 to 52. Uh, I was trying to figure out, like, why Dayton lost this game, and they just turned the ball over more than UNLV did. And that was kind of how that went. Yeah, you had a good point, too. But but my bad. But that ain't the first time that Las Vegas has robbed somebody. So there you go. They rob a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Me a lot. Um, no, they don't. You don't. But rob. <laughs> yeah, you rob uh, Vegas. You fucker. No, yeah, no. Shut up. Shut up. Anywho, shut up. um, now you lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, Joey, you did say to me like this weekend. You said, "What the hell was the hype around Dayton?" And I was kind of like, "I don't really know. I, I don't know either." Yeah, like, they're just returning guys, and they're like, well, "They were young. They were young. They were good last year and young." No, they had a good end of the year. Right, and they were good last year, and they were young. Now they're a little bit older, so you know you get the experience. <laughs> they're like six well, months they're, older. Their best players, their two best players last year were freshmen. If I'm, if I'm yeah. right. Yep. Now they're like sophomore, so that's kind of obviously when your two best players are freshmen, you get a solid year. That's that freshman to sophomore jump is huge. So that's kind of the hype around them. But I didn't buy into it. I didn't have them ranked at all, like preseason. I don't. Yeah, I, don't just I didn't. Mark down in your notes, though. They might be a second half team. That's what they were last year. Yeah, they had a good end of the stretch where they almost and they, they almost won. Can- that they beat Kansas early. In the yeah, year. And they almost ended up like could have won the conference at the end of the year. Well, UNLV does have Jordan McCabe, so 
That's why they won. They have Jordan McCabe. No, like, UNLV is actually good. No, they are. Like but... we we said the what was the spread? It was like it was like one and a half. It was close. This game, it wasn't like a big spread at all. But it was at UNLV. I can get though, back to you on that. Yeah. Uh, the next game we have Arizona State. They kicked the shit out of number twenty Michigan. So this game was was it in Arizona State? But anyway, uh, neutral or was that Arizona State? I don't but know. But Arizona State, they just shot fucking unconscious. They shot sixty percent from the field, and they shot what was it? They really good from three. Oh, I got it right here. Eleven for nineteen from three. Um, I mean, yeah, like Michigan. They had a lot of fucking games this week, and I think when they got to play Arizona State, they were just, like, fucking gas or, like, I don't know. I think Hunter Dickinson got in foul trouble. I don't have a stats up right now. But, no, he uh, just sucked. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, Michigan, they're a weird, really fucking weird team. I mean, I still think they could be a good team, but they just got fucking smoked by Arizona State. Yeah, I think they're so goddamn overrated. It's unbelievable. Like, like I said, <laughs> like I said, I said this after week one. Or after game one, if Dickinson's not in the game and he's not playing good, they're not going to be good. And someone commented on that on TikTok and said something about how how no, we were really good without him. I was like, okay, we'll see. Look at when he doesn't play good, they don't play good. Like Kobe Buffkin, so he's not that good. Uh, Jalen Llewellyn was supposed to be like this guy from Princeton that came in and like he was really good and stuff, and he was supposed to step up that point guard role because they've always had those veteran point guards that are good. And he's just not it. And they just don't – I don't know what they have outside of Hunter Dickinson. I said that that was my one of my overreactions or whatever to get day one, and it's kind of showing out that they don't have anything. Jed Howard's solid, but he's not, like, consistent enough. It's just they only have Hunter Dickinson. And outside of that, if he doesn't play good and they can't get the ball inside, they're kind of screwed. I just like how they didn't play a lick of defense this game. Look at that. <laughs> 61% from two, 57 right. from three, 85, like free throws on that, but 85 from free throw, only forced 12 turnovers. They only had eight, but, but it's uh, like, yeah, go yeah, ahead. like you said about the thing about being gassed. If you're gassed going into another, another power five program, like good luck, you're not going to win. Lose. You got to come to play against every power five team, except for maybe Georgetown. Georgia. Power six. Uh, quick sidebar. This is going to fuck with me mentally the rest of the episode. I just cracked a Mountain Dew. It exploded everywhere. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to just battle through adversity. Uh, never make excuses. But, um, yeah, then the last upset I have, Murray State and Colorado both beat number 24, Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M, another one of those teams returning a lot of people, a lot of hype going into the year. And, wow, did they disappoint some people this week. And this was another team like Dayton. What the hell is the hype around Texas A&M? They said this is a – I know. They said this is their best team, like Buzz Williams' best team. Is that really – that? does it really take much to be Texas A&M's best team that Buzz Williams has had? Because they haven't been good. So it's like, okay, yeah, this is your best team. You're maybe a top 50, 40 – top 40 team, but not top 25. And they got ranked. Like, I just never understood that. The hype with Texas A&M I never got. Julius Marble, he played at a uh, Michigan State. How the <laughs> Texas A&M gave up a hundred and hundred and three points to Colorado. I mean, Colorado, they're fucking him. Be my be my volunteers. So, hundred and three points. Holy sh! Have a KJ Simpson have a day. Holy 30. cow! <laughs> Seven rebounds too. Point guard, Jesus Christ! Six steals. 
No, and I mean, like I said, Colorado, they're not a terrible program, but to get to get up 103 to them, I'm not saying they're that yeah, good. Yeah, I say, yeah. And they have lose. had bad losses, Colorado has. So it's bad loss. Like AM just AM's AM. Like disappoint you in college football, disappoint you in basketball. What's new? Yeah, they're from Texas. So, yeah. uh, all right, let's get into like the good games this week. And we're going to start off with Duke versus Kansas. Oh, yeah. So, Cohen got to listen to that. Uh, Jalen Wilson, 25, even though he shot 0 for 7 from 3. But, uh, I mean, talk about on the Duke. Well, Grady Dick, obviously. It's a fucking stud. He played great defense that entire game. I think he had an all-around just great performance. But uh, talking about Duke, though, Kyle Filipowski, he's he's fucking really good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like all season, he's been like the best player on Duke, I think. And yeah, he had seventeen and fourteen in this game. But uh, yeah, I mean, this this was a hell of a game. But uh, yeah, I think with Duke, as far as them, like getting Lively back, like to be, I don't know, the player that he should be, and then Drake Whitehead obviously is gonna help out a ton. I mean, that's why I kept Duke. Or, well, I mean. I don't really have a reason to kick him out of the top 10, but, like, I have super high hopes for Duke just because they could be so fucking good, like, later on in the year. Yeah, I have a lot on this game. Um, I did say Philip Philipowski, whatever, however you just say his name, is a is a Philipowski. dude. He's good. Because um, he's, like, a big guy that he's skilled. Like, he can dribble, he can shoot, he can get to the rim. So, uh, that's obviously a plus. Um but what does it say? Jalen Wilson. I mean, obviously, Jalen Wilson doing Jalen Wilson things, like doing it all. Um, like, I lo- I really like this Kansas team. I put them at two. I mean, they're – I it was weird to see, like, how would they step up without McCormick? They don't have a big this year, and they they run everything through a big. They have always have. That's how Bill Self coaches. So, that was kind of interesting. I didn't know how they would respond with that, but obviously it's been good. Dewan Harris, probably the quickest first step. Oh, I've fuck, yeah. He just bursts and he just beats you. Mitchell. Yeah, but Devon Harris is so fast. Like, he's just one of my favorite guys to watch. Um, And the big thing, the biggest thing with Duke, they were just too big. Like, yeah. the match couldn't guard Kansas because they were too big and slow. And it was it either seemed like they're either the defense, their defense was either too big to guard them or too small to guard Jalen Wilson. They didn't have an answer for Jalen Wilson. They, they either had to put a big guy on him and he just get cooked, or they had to put a little guy on him. Jay Wilson can take you down low. So, I mean, it was just – it was a matchup nightmare for Duke in, in the long run. Yeah, I mean, Duke's starting two centers right now, Young and uh, Filipowski, and I imagine, like, they're going to keep doing that once Lively gets into the starting lineup. But, yeah, they are fucking massive. Yeah, it's weird. Too though, big. Because we were just talking about how Kansas is, like, really big. But like Duke has, they're like like guards. Yeah, but they're like yeah, they're like six eight guys. Cause look, it's six eight six eight six yeah. six six seven. Guards are big. Yeah. What was I gonna say though? Um, I actually don't think Lively's actually. I mean, we haven't seen we much. haven't seen much yet. But right now, obviously, he's like coming off an injury, and he's coming in like a little late to like. And he's still got Whitehead coming back. Yeah, too, which so. so they'll be fine. I mean, like you you lose you lose by five when you kind of could have won that game. They were winning the game, and you lose to Kansas, who's top what top 10 team like i don't two for me yeah it's it's not like a it's not a like obviously it's not a bad loss and i just i'm jeremy roach like he has 16 this game but he's shooting wise he hasn't shot good like all year he's like right now he's like so inconsistent the biggest thing is um 
Uh, well, Grady Dick didn't play much that second half. I don't know why. I don't know if he's foul trouble. Yeah, or he had three fouls. And early, then I think when they needed, they needed to put the ball in the hole. He came in and just did that. They went to him every time. He had a three. He had a nice layup, uh, driving the bat, and it was just like he just hit big shots. Couple big shots on the stretch that put him put Duke away. Well, the biggest thing for me too is his defense. Um, like I figured, skinny yeah. white kid, you know, like probably freshman, obviously, like probably not going to be that great a defender. He played fucking great defense. Like I think, I don't know, it was just like kind of is a fucking maybe a hot take, but it just kind of reminded me of Christian Braun of last year, a guy who just like kind of did it all. You know, when he got hot, fucking Kansas is so dangerous, and now like Grady Dick, it's kind of like stepping into that. I just think Grady Dick offensively is more. It's a lot better. Than yeah, he's, right, it, right, for like, sure. He plays with like a maturity, like he's a senior. Yeah, yeah. You watch him like when he like even when he scores, he's like right. I mean, just to to, by, to like, beat just... to play Duke like in your third game of the year, and just be the guy at the end of the game, go to guy. You think as a freshman be, is yeah. impressive, and you think he'd be like even like I don't know, it's just weird. Like when I watch him like score, and, like he runs back, he looks like he's been doing this right. at Kansas for three, four years. I don't, it just like I don't something about him. We were wrong. We were wrong about him. That's for sure. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah we'll take that one. Uh, the next game, Kentucky versus Michigan State. So Kentucky loses seventy six to eighty six. Uh, Michigan State with Joey Hauser, Malik Hall, Sissoko all stepping up. This fucking team is dangerous. I mean, I don't know. Like I, like I want Michigan State to be good. I mean, college basketball is fucking better when Michigan State's good. But uh, I mean, I hope this can just stick like with how good they're playing right now like all these like we said at the beginning of the year we're like michigan state just needs so many guys just to step up and they like all have been so far they're a muck it up team you know they're they're good obviously i put them in my top 10 they i at the end of the day coach Cowles got out coach yeah for sure it came down when they they had a chance at uh i mean it would have been a deep buzzer like it would have been a i don't know a shot Miracle kind of, but what the hell they drew up? He crossed half court and then passed it back and almost got it over the back. Like, that's just dumb. That's just a bad play call. They even called timeout to run that play. And then on the other hand, Tom Izzo maybe create draws up one of the most creative and best out-of-bounds plays I've ever seen in my life on breaking a press. It was crazy to get that dunk and tie the game. And then they just got lost on defense, too, on the first overtime when or the first regulation when Malik Hall just – um, went and got that dunk, but his backcourt, I mean, and the balance of Michigan State is going to be, is going to carry them in so many games. They, like, they just decided, that, like, we have two point guards. Let's start them both, Hogarth and Tyson Walker. One of them's going to play good. They, just, I just love watching them play, and the balance, one through five, anybody can score. Sissoko is not a guy you're going to run your offense through, but he can put the ball in the hole and play good defense and rebounds. So I just, I just love Michigan state and Tom Izzo had a great job coaching this game. Yeah. I just think like you just said, I think Michigan state, it's like they're starting five. Like they only played one other guy basically off the bench. Yeah. He's so good. It's like, too, right? yeah, yeah. But it's like, they're starting five, you know, Jackson Cole, right? The, yeah. He was the white, the white big guy for Stratford greatness. Mm. That's him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, they have like their five starters is like, all like well rounded. So they don't have like a bench, but right now they've played and they've and you see like the stretch that they had to play there. Right. Without a bench, how do you go through that without a bench? And they did it. They went what two and one? One? Two and one, yeah, because they beat one over. Yeah. But 
And the other thing I would say, another one coming on. I just want to say that I think I honestly think Calipari is an overrated coach. Yeah, so like that's coach. always been his thing. Yeah, yeah I just, I think he's like a really good recruiter. I didn't know how you guys react to that, but that's always been his thing. Like yeah. he can recruit uh like the highest level. Of he's anyone. the best recruiter. In- but when it came down to the X's and O's, that's why they can't win a tournament. Yeah, I just wanted to get that through. And like I think Kentucky's obviously struggling right now, but they have the upside. Like they have the. And on the other side, I feel like Michigan State time is was really underage coach. He only yeah. is he's hasn't won much like at all really tournament wise, but he doesn't have the talent that like the Kentucky. He's just complete opposite coach. He's a good Michigan. Yeah, he like Michigan State. They they got they've had good teams. They've gotten recruits, but nothing to the level of the Blue Bloods. So and he always produces like. It's so it's hard to count uh count them out really. and like all those years when he's like a seven like a seven they're seed scary. Or yeah they get in the tournament team. no every time they've been that lower seed is when they make their run right. last year I guess they didn't because but you go up against a Duke team like they but they always get like that seven seed when they're on their down year and that seven seed is the team that makes the run yeah, I just I, I like I just love that. Michigan State this year so much I kind of I kind of said that at the beginning of the year too I I put them in my rankings like my preseason rankings at like seventeen and they weren't even ranked in the uh, preseason poll. I just really liked them. I don't know. I just so love. Wheeler didn't start this game. No, it was his first game. Uh, back. Neither did Shiba. Oh, yeah. Shiba came off the bench too. I knew Shiba was going to be coming off the bench because, but he's a little chunky guy too. No, Wheeler. Wheeler. He, he was up. last year. But hey, I, I want to say this. I want to say this about Kentucky because I think it's going to be a common theme because it kind of was last year. Uh, when they're not, I said at the beginning of the year, like they're not going to shoot the ball well. I mean, they're, they have guys who can really shoot it, but, like, when they don't show up, it's going to be a fucking struggle. And Kentucky, like, the whole thing is, like, they could fucking out-rebound anybody. Well, they should be able to, but in this game, they got out-rebounded 38-45, to 45, and they're shooting from three, 28%, 7 for 25, compared to Michigan State's 7 for 19. I mean, it's just, like, if they're not shooting the ball well and they're getting out-rebounded, like, this team's, like, kind of fucked – but at the same time, it's also like, hey, you took a good Michigan State team in the double OT without shooting the ball well or and getting out rebounded. So like that's why I'm like still really high on Kentucky. Just once they get like their lineups and everything figured out, like it'll be much better from there. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. They just can't shoot right now. Like they just don't have shooters. They have like like CJ Frederick can shoot and like uh Reeves can too. Yeah, that's about nothing it though. To, nothing to the extent that Keelan Grady could shoot last year. Like, he was a guy that could come in and make – But even Keelan Grady, though, like, he would be just on or off. Like, I don't know. Like it, he, but he was – he was. I feel like he was way more consistent, and he could get you eight threes. He could right. pop off until he gets hot. And I a, can't see Reeves or Frederick getting doing that. And when he Keelan was, Grady was hot last year, Kentucky was unbeatable. Like, it yeah. every every single time they stepped into the gym, Keelan Grady was on for three. Like, it was – the game was fucking over. Right. No, he's like – well, he's like – Kalen Grady was a more like, he's just a weird mobile shooter. Like you catch, yeah. you see him come on a fast break. He could pull it. He was pulling that bitch like it's quick, and like he could like get himself open. Like Frederick and these guys, it's like, I wouldn't say they're as like they're just weren't as pure shooters as, like overall shooters as what's his name was, Grady. Grady. Uh, since we were talking about Kentucky though, let's just bring up this game right now. I mean, I'm like this is going out of order, but uh, Kentucky versus Gonzaga. Uh, I said that Gonzaga and their stretch this week that they weren't going to lose both games, and sure shit they didn't. But uh, we'll get to that Gonzaga-Texas game right after this. But, uh, yeah, like Kentucky, the guy who runs a halftime show is just ripping on Kentucky for, like, lack of effort, shit like that. 
And yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just a very ugly game. Like they got ran out of the fucking gym. Yeah, I mean, they made it. They kind of made it a game like late, but yeah. it wasn't ever a game. Um, Gonzaga, it was like right away. I was telling Logan, so you could tell within the first five minutes of this game how this game was going to go. Gonzaga came out with fire, energy, with like they needed a win. They're coming yes. off a loss. They came out like it was like they uh, desperate. They needed a win. And that's what the difference was. Like Drew Timmy was unstoppable. Deshibway just, he made him his bitch all night long on defense. Like he couldn't guard him. No, like she or T- Timmy does that with his footwork. Like it's a, it's hard yeah. to guard him. But the Shibway is supposed to be like this good uh, kind of defender and rebounder. And yeah, I mean, he just made him his bitch all night. It felt like on the offensive end. And yeah, they, they hit threes. They hit their shots. Like it when Gonzaga's hitting their shots and they're playing like confident, like they they were tonight. You're not going to beat them. They're just that good of a team. And they it, when they get hot like this, it's like they play with the swagger and like confidence that they can be the best team in the league, and they are. Yeah, and one quick thing, Logan, just to stick with my trend here, they shot 24% from three, Kentucky, and they got out-rebounded by 10. So, I mean, there you go. Yeah, I say the biggest thing I saw from Gonzaga was, one, I think the crowd played with some heart. I will say the crowd definitely helped them because you can see off the rip right away. You could even see Timmy before the game started. Did you see it kind of? He was like – yeah, it was like Timmy was like ready to go, and then all of a sudden you just see him come out, and they're just scoring. They're like up like what ten nothing, whatever, just absolutely dominated. And then what was I going to say? The well, you time? got Calipari, scared little bitch, doesn't want to play them. <laughs> like he doesn't want to play them. They're playing until like twenty twenty seven, I think twenty seven. But they don't want to play at Gonzaga. They're they're playing at Rough next year. They didn't they didn't play them at their home this year. They played them at another arena. Then it's they still go in to Spokane Rupp though. It's just yeah, uh, yes, more but they people. didn't play. But they didn't play them, and then they were going to Rupp. Then they play at Tennessee. Then they play at Rupp again, and then finally they're playing in the kennel. So yeah, it's like which... it, it. It was like it was a big thing when that happened. Like Coach Cal did not want to like play them. Coach yeah, Cal is at, like known for his a, own, not his as a tiny fucking gym. Yeah, he's, he's known for his non-conference well, schedule being weak. Cal probably probably thinks that he just like he's probably like. Oh, he's like, oh, I'm not going to that small gym. It's like, well, this team kind of just handed like handed it to you. What's the difference between like, playing in a little gym? And, like, what's well, what because is it, what's it to you? Like, well, because he's because he's cool. <laughs> but I think the biggest thing about Gonzaga is when Timmy, Timmy trails. Cool. Timmy will trail, and they'll give it to him at the top. He'll catch it like three point line. He's going full speed at a big guy, and he's more mobile than any big guy that's going to guard him. So when he does it, he'll get there. He'll do like a spin, and once he spins. You might have him, but the, from there, Linda. from there, it's like what three or four spin fakes, pump fakes, and then it's a layup. Right. And he torched, he absolutely torched your bigs on that. He went right at him, and he would just sit there. Even even that, even if he didn't get that, it's a kick out to what every the single person that, that can shoot. Shot. If you look at this, so Strother twenty, Bolton twenty four, Timmy twenty two, twenty two. It's like those three guys are gonna be like if you can't stop, you gotta like at least stop the guards. You get, Timmy's always going to be good. You got to at least have the guards, and Kentucky didn't do a lick of that. Um, yeah, and that footwork is going to come real handy when uh, he's dodging tables at Denny's. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see his future because um, he'll probably make a lot of tips with that good of footwork. You know, you, know, you know how much money he has right now? <laughs> That's a good point. I you can't know, wait to see Wheeler. You think he gives a shit? Yeah, he's he's going to own at least three car dealerships in Spokane. But, uh, all right, next game, though, Gonzaga versus Texas. Shout out my fucking Longhorns. That stadium was absolutely rocking. 
Uh, it's what Beard does. He comes to your program, builds you stadium, and makes it fucking awesome. Uh, Tyrese Hunter, all-time game. Uh, but, yeah, Texas at home. This Texas at home this year is going to be so fucking dangerous. Dylan Mitchell, if they if rims were 20 feet tall, you'd still be able to dunk on him. He's an athletic freak of fucking nature. No, yeah, the biggest thing, like Chris Beard and what's good for Texas fans is that he has his alma mater, and he's they're a good, it's a good program, so he's here to stay. He will retire a coach at Texas. So that's, like, good news, obviously, for Texas fans. Chris Beard's a fucking dog. Um, it's a new era of Texas basketball. It's Chris Beard now, and it's going to stay. Like, he's here to stay. His The culture, everything, is it's Chris Beard's team. Um, they were just, like, outmatched, and, like, it's kind of similar to this Gonzaga-Kentucky game that we just talked about. Just from the start, it was just, like, Texas came out with a lot of fire and passion at home and really wanted to win this game to make a statement, and they did. Uh, but I told Logan this. I think Marcus Carr is a good – he's a good player. It's just last year he had to run the point. If he does, if you take him off the point guard, he's good. Like, he can hit shots. He's a really good three-point shooter, all that jazz. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, every time Gonzaga had a run, Texas had an answer. It was just like, we're just going to hit a three right in your face. So, I mean, Texas, they're good, really fucking good team. Hey. My bad, Logan, but shout out fucking Brock Cunningham coming out of nowhere, just putting in the greatest minutes. Like, he obviously had limited minutes because he he's not that out. good, but he fucking made Timmy his bitch. Then he was like, I think he like hit a three or something. This crowd just fucking just got right behind him. Like, when they called timeout after that, like, run he had, this crowd went fucking nuts for Brock Cunningham. <laughs> no, I think, wait, especially Brock Cunningham. Like the guy that like he is like that stuff. When he has four fouls, it's a good thing. In twelve minutes, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's what you want from a guy like him. Like if he has three fouls, you're like, you didn't play aggressive enough. But, <laughs> I mean, we got to talk about it too. Tyrese Hunter in his first big game as a Longhorn. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Unconscious. It Could got. Not it got towards the end of the game, and obviously Texas was up big, and he's like five feet behind the arc and just launches it. He's like, fuck it. He check like he Jack. I was talking to Jack about this game and Jack's like, yeah, Tyrese Hunter. He's not even like a three point shooter, but he was fucking letting it rain on Gonzaga. Once again, though, like it's just, it gets Gonzaga. Like Timmy, Timmy's always going to play good. He's 18 points, seven for 10. Chris Beard had an awesome game plan for that to stop him though. Like Five just slow him down. Like, he only shot 10 shots. Yeah. Usually he's like, he's in like the usually he's 18, like, 20 range. Yeah. But it's just weird. Like every time Gonzaga plays bad, Timmy still shooting what 60, 70%, and he's still like right on 20. He's going to get his every night. It's just crazy how fucking good he is. And he's going to shoot high percentage. It's just God, whether so Gonzaga good. is going to revolve around whether that they can get that supporting cast to help out. And I mean, it's kind of like it's Timmy and Stroth are so far. You got to get those other guys. You know, that oh, when out. Timmy touched the ball in this game, they were on him like flies on shit. Like he was just was, getting doubled yeah, like every, and like. Texas did such a good job too, like rotating after you kick it back out. Like it was fucking just beautiful basketball. They turned over Gonzaga twenty compared to Texas only ten turnovers. That was fucking big time. I remember like watching Texas last year. Um, it just seemed like when they're in defense, they're, it's just so clogged. Like yeah. they, it's the, everything seems clogged in the lane. You can't get to the rim. That's just kind of how Texas is. Like that's how Chris Beard plays. You know what defense? What defense do they run? They just play defense. It's, it's just Chris like Beard's hard. defense. <laughs> it's just, it's, to... it's no. It. I don't know. They, I was, I just it, everything just it. seems so clogged, and you can't get any movements to the rim at all. It's like crazy. 
I don't know who they were playing last year, but it, I think it was a Texas Tech game. It was just like nothing. You can't get anything. You have to get out and run. Otherwise, you're just not going to do it. Are uh, we ready for the next game? Yes. Uh, UCLA versus Illinois. Uh, Illinois wins 79 to 70. Fucking Terrence Shannon just could not miss this game. 29 points. Uh, yeah, just lit it up. The next game they played, like, which we'll get to that too, but uh, he didn't perform nearly that good, and that's why Illinois lost. But, yeah, Terrence Shannon, he's just a bucket in this game. I mean, you're not going to get a Terrence Shannon. Um, like, he's good. He can get you 20, like, 9 or whatever, but he's not hitting 8 threes. He's not he's like, 8 <laughs> yeah. nine. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, he was just unconscious. So, obviously, as an Illinois fan – you see that you're like, okay, this is good, but I mean, this isn't going to be a nightly thing, right? Terrence Shane's going to average twenty something a game, that's for sure. But no, I mean, they just played bad. Like UCLA just was outmatched. I mean, they just didn't play good. And you, anytime Tyre Campbell shoots nine threes and decides to be try to be Steph Curry, it's not a good sign. <laughs> you're probably losing. I have to say that's how you know you're losing because he doesn't do that. That's uncharacteristic. I just want to talk about Shannon though. When that guy gets the ball, it's either he, he's putting it up or it's a turnover. Like he, <laughs> right. He, he, turns he, over, he turns it over a lot. He When he's going to the basket, though, he's he's dangerous because that's what he does. Like, eight threes, I, I did not – would never expect him to make – even shoot nine threes. Actually, I'd expect him to shoot nine because there was a three he had today, like in the next game we'll talk about, where I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He shot like a fadeaway with like, a, like two guys on him. He just caught it mm-hmm. and kind of lost it. And he shot like a fadeaway. I'm like, for three. And then – like they're talking about, like, oh, he knew that was his bad. I'm like, no, he's just saying that because it's fucking Shannon. Like, he he's one of the selfish, most selfish people I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. Then the next game we have Illinois. They ended up losing to Virginia. So if I told you that Armand Franklin only had nine points in this game, you'd have thought Illinois would have chalked up a W there. But fucking Reese Beekman. We'll get into the game Virginia versus Baylor. He's playing fucking great basketball right now. He had 17. In this game, then uh, in the Baylor game that we'll get to, he had 10 and 10. He's just playing great fucking minutes. Uh, this Virginia team, what a week they had. Right. Um, we're just going to talk Illinois right now. Um, but, like, yeah, in the Illinois game, for example, they were – I mean, Virginia, Virginia was just – they're just, like, better. I don't know how to explain yeah. it. When you watch the game, it was like Illinois kind of had it. But then Virginia – Virginia's just – their like their defense anytime you try to drive their hands they have the quickest fastest hands and they're stripping everything i don't know how many times terrence shannon got that ball stripped from him and then same as baylor game those guards get in the lane and they're just getting stripped like it's and they don't foul either they they hack down and they don't foul they strip the ball every single time their hands are just that quick because that's the defense they play they're just i mean and they got scores all around the like all around like franklin doesn't even have to play good and they're still winning because Kihei Clark's going to get you 10, 12 points and a, and just play really good – be a really good point guard for you. And Beekman's obviously stepping up. Gardner's a dog – like just a junkyard dog, it seems like. Just get after it down low. And then their big guys are big. Like they're big – like Kafaro and Shedrick. Like they're Shedrick. just big guys, and they just – they sit down in the paint and just clean up everything. Give me, a, give me a little dump off dunk. That's all they do. All their points are dunks or free throws. And Vanderplas is stepping up huge. He's playing really good. The white guy said, we, like I think we said preseason, we need to see him step up and be a sixth man, and he's doing that. 
I I think Virginia's so fuck it. There's they're the real fucking deal. Like they they have such a such a team for what's his name to coach, Tony Bennett to coach. Yeah. Kind of like like they have such a good like backcourt and everything. I don't know. And like I was like watching Shedrick play today, and I think Shedrick, like he's does not gonna like put up numbers for you. No, they just but, sit like, down some, there and just clean everything. Yeah, up. something about what I was watching when Shedrick was playing, I was like, he is like a great big guy. And remember when <clears throat> like Virginia won it all, they had that big fucking fat guy and Diakite in them. Yeah. Like those guys didn't score, but it was like he reminds me of like the Diakite time. Like, can't fucking even say right. it. But I just I love that team. But and they so and another thing is we're running out of time here, but they uh they they used to be like boring to watch, but this Virginia team is fun to watch. They move the ball. People think like, yeah, they're the slowest paced team, but they're gonna put up 70, 80 points because they get really good high quality shots and they run the break. When they have a chance to run, they run. They don't slow it up when they have a chance to run, they'll slow it up obviously and they take time when. once they yeah. have it in the half court, but they'll run, run, run if they need to. That's what they do. They and, know when to yeah. when to go and there's well coached and well like disciplined basketball team. Yeah, I had one other thing. And with that, well, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. I do have one more thing I'm saving. I was like, with that Kyle guy team, they had more ice. So didn't have- All right, then, keeping on that uh, Virginia thing, they played Baylor, beat him 86-79. Uh, Armand Franklin just fucking went off. Uh, like, yeah, like I said earlier, Beekman getting 10-10. Keontae George played a hell of a game. This was like a Keontae George game. He was making fucking threes, like hard threes, too. Like, I thought like, – I was super impressed with how he played. But, um, yeah, like, the, so this was, like, a really tight game. Halftime comes. Virginia just comes out and just fucking sticks it to him. Baylor put together, like, a pretty good, uh, like, series, like, near the end of the game. But it just, like, obviously wasn't enough because Virginia just put on one hell of a lead on him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was just kind of the, the breakdown of the game, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, Baylor like, didn't move the ball. Like necessarily like you want like a Baylor team to do a Scott Drew team, but um, their guards played so goddamn good. They didn't just score. Look at the shooting percentages and everything. They played really good. It's just and they didn't turn it over necessarily. Count the Georgia at five, but other than that, it's just um they need a four and a five to step up. Obviously, we said their bigs are not there to score, but you need like like Caleb like Loner today. Stepped up. He, I mean, he even had eleven in this game. He's kind of seemed like he's going to be there, that four guard, to, that four, the position, that forward to step up and score. Because obviously, you're not getting that out of a flow. Jalen Bridges has just not been good this year for him, and so I, they're they they need to find that guy. And I think Loner is kind of going to be that guy. But yeah, they just didn't seem like they just seemed like it was out. They were out of it. Yeah, I just like I think it's weird too, like how Cryer only plays like thirty minutes. Like they have one guy they're who pushing his shit. Yeah, they just like they use like it's not like they use like their bench guys are getting 23-20. It's weird how you see mm-hmm. only 27, 27, 22. Like they had two guys who touched 30 minutes. And they'll get JTT back here. And when JTT comes back, it'll be huge because JTT is he can get 10 a game. Yeah, and he's 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 better than he's like Thamba, but oh, he's way better than he's Thamba. like he's just a better version of Thamba. But be better I thought that. I thought Baylor in this game was actually gonna do like was gonna like light them up. Like honestly, I thought that was like a real chance because when Virginia plays that like pack line style defense, it's, it's kind of like, like they just give up. I know, I get, like, and it was a thing like we talked about. I'm like, well, you know, they they do kind of scout. Yeah, like you couldn't stupid. like if they played that normal pack line against a team like Baylor, they would have got they could have got waxed. Like they had a chance of getting waxed because you have a Flagler, Cryer, and George. Who it's like that's wing three guys. Like drive the guy doesn't let you get middle, kick out three. 
and especially with like Flagler and those guys on the wing, it's like. Which I guess it did it did happen because they got Flagler yeah. was four for eight, Cryer was three for five, and Keontae was three for six. It was just they it sometimes you can't stop. The biggest thing you look at it is they got Virginia got to the free throw line. Yeah. Usually just, a lot of time you win that free throw battle, like by as much as I did, you're gonna win the game. Like that's just how the game goes. Yep. But like still speaking on Baylor and the, like today, they I mean they were on guard. Like you Flagler and Cryer, they are just you, they couldn't miss today like we're gonna talk about that game it's just crazy yeah let's hop into that baylor versus ucla yeah that's what i wrote down in my notes just a backcourt of crying flankler it is fucking unreal they're just lighting it up and uh i mean like the rest of baylor didn't play like that good but like them two definitely stepped up i mean they beat ucla 80 75 it was a great game but yeah that backcourt was just unreal but uh oh yeah never mind i'll get into like ucla in the next game yeah, I mean it's just crazy how good they play. Like it, and they, I think uh, Cryer even hit a like a bank shot three on a fast yeah, break. It was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> he, just a, he just hit a three. They get a steal. He comes down, just pulls a banks it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it was it was at the angle where he's on the wing where you could see it. Like I'm like that's right. he's gonna bank that in. Like you could tell as it was going up. But yeah, yeah when, I mean, when they, shit like that happens too, you just kind of tell her that yeah, Baylor's winning winning today. <laughs> They they were just unconscious. Like those two could not miss. It was crazy. Those two, those two, like if you're playing bad, they'll, they'll win you games. Like yeah, they're just they're like really as good. soon as they get like higher. I know they were talking about it too. Like even like before the season, they said Flagler looked like fucking nuts. And Cryer, I wish like Cryer was Cryer didn't even play all last year. So they would have had an even better backcourt with a Kinjo too. Mm-hmm. Just oh my god. That backcourt just they make, yeah, I, they make me do say, weird things. I don't like you, this UCLA team. I thought I did. I just don't. I never had confidence in them. I, I don't mind them. I don't think they, they – I don't think – like, in their games that they had, I don't think they played, like, that bad. Where, But I but he, also – well, let me just get into it. UCLA, yeah. Illinois. So, t- yeah, Terrence Shannon just – wait, we already fucking talk about that? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, my bad. But, uh oh, I just wanted to bring up the – they're UCLA's freshmen. It's like the same thing as last year. Like their freshmen just aren't playing good. Like Bona and Mari Bailey, like they're fucking like not they're non existent. Like they have to be better for UCLA to be like one of them teams. No, I mean it it's like they so yeah, they lost two close games, kind of good games to Baylor and Illinois. But if you want to be like one of the top teams in the country, top ten teams, top five, final four. You gotta win one of these games. You can't go in two. Especially that's the difference with them, and that's the that's the gap between them and. Um, I'm gonna go through it. Um, like who had good games? Gonzaga had a good stretch. They they ended up only losing one of those games. Michigan State good stretch. They, they only ended up losing one of those games. Baylor, bounce back, win the next one. Like these teams are coming out of these one and one or two and one. While UCLA comes out zero oh and two, that's why they're just not there. You got to at least win one. Like, you got to go one and one in that kind of situation if you want to be considered a top, like, 10 team in my eyes. It was tough how that, that tournament was loaded, and one of the teams was going to be 0 and 2. But you, and it you, was you're UCLA, UCLA, and you, you were you were the team that did it. So, your preseason top 10, you're number eight. I mean, you got you can't be 0 and 2. Like, that. if you want to be considered in that conversation, you got you can't go 0 and 2. It's just simple as that. I'm, honestly, I'm not, I'm not really. Like, that's the difference because yeah. imagine Baylor goes 0 and 2. Then we they, like, they don't because they they 
they're better, so they like can they're they know we can't go on two in this. But what if they do? We're having a different conversation, but I don't know. I, I'm honestly not really an Amari Bailey guy either. No, he's I not. Mean, he's not. He's not playing very good at he's all. He's just like I thought he could maybe step in that Juzang role. No, obviously not be Juzang. I thought he could be. Yeah. Uh, obviously he's not going to score like 20 a game like Juzang, but I thought he could be more balanced team, and then he could like step in kind of and just basically pick up right where they left off. But he's just not playing. Like, give me 10 a game of Bale Marby. That's all he needs. I think Jalen Clark's, like, what we think, like, is playing, like, what we would kind he of He was supposed to be so well, good. Well, that, like, year. me yeah, going into the year with UCLA, it was like if Jalen Clark and, uh, was it David Singleton? I'm like, if those two can step up, because I just figured Bailey and Bono are going to be fucking yeah. monsters, because they are, but they're just not playing that good. But, yeah, like, uh, that's, like, the reason why I think UCLA, they're just not that good. Like, I just fit the two people that I thought would be good aren't, and then the two people I was right. worried about being good aren't. So it's like, I don't yeah, know. I mean, Bona, I think he had three fouls, and they're all in charges. Yeah, he's just too big. Out of control. That just... juice, losing juicing was fucking – he was just such like – He gets you a so, bucket. He was so smooth, and it's just, it just – I don't know. That's a, that was such a big loss. Then uh, the last game I have before we get into uh, this next week's slate – I wanted to bring up Indiana versus Xavier. Uh, Xavier, they had five players scoring in the double digits in this game, but when Trace Jackson Davis has 30, it's kind of fucking hard to beat Indiana. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought they would, like, give him, like, some trouble because they have two good bigs with three man. Right. And, and he was 13 of 16 with 30 points. Like, yeah. he did whatever he wanted. So that, that just completely threw me off. I thought they would be able to kind of do that. But, I mean, I still like Xavier. I do. I mean, they lost Indiana. Indiana's a good team. Xavier Johnson. I mean, he's he's a stud. I I knew the Jack asked me like who's supposed to be like their second best player, and probably Race Thompson's supposed to be the popular pick. But I said it's Xavier. Jo- like, well, Johnson. Malik Malik uh, Renal or whatever. How you ever say his name? Like Trace Jackson Davis loves him. Like, yeah, not, going into the year, like when we were breaking down in the extravaganzas, like I was talking about him. Like he's uh yeah, he's freshman. Great, he's a fucking great player. And, uh, I mean, Jalen Hutchfino, I haven't really heard about him, but, like, same thing with, like, almost every freshman in the country right now. Like, they're not really making a lot of noise, so. Yeah, I, I – what I took away from it, like, Trey and Davis is going to just be a dog. Like, yeah. yeah I was going to be like a Drew Timmy where he's just going to get his every night, whether they win or lose, and you're just not going to be able to stop him. You're just going to have to stop other people. And they just didn't do that. Zay, Javier Johnson, 23, Reno, 12 at the bench, like. I still like Xavier though. It's like Xavier, like you look at Xavier's box, it's just completely. Just I love balanced. box. Yeah, we know. Just That's balanced. not like it's not a, shit. You can't, Xavier's yeah. a good team. You're not going to give Xavier a bad loss for losing a uh, ranked Indiana team. They're unranked. I mean, uh, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, unless you guys have any more games you want to bring up, uh, we can hop into next week's slate. I I like wrote down a bunch. Just do like rapid fire. Just, I don't know. I'll just say the score. If you have anything to say about them, just say it. All right. Do one of these. Um. Purdue beats Marquette 70, 75-70. That was actually a good game. Um, San Diego State, 74-62 over Stanford. That's Memphis a good win beats, on my part. This is a good one. St. Louis beats Memphis 90-84. That was a good game. Yeah, uh, a really good game. Um, UNLV, Dayton, we went over that one. Texas uh, Miami beats Providence by 10 and lose to Mar- Maryland. Let's talk about them. Like, Maryland just waxes St. Louis and then – Beats Miami by 18 in the championship game of that. Yeah, like, uh, so. who's Maryland's coach again? Um, Willard. Yeah, Willard. Willard. He 
he's on that list of people who got his dick fucking sucked this week by ESPN or whoever was broadcasting. Like these announcers were just going nuts for him. Well, I mean, he, I think he's a Maryland guy. So yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Maryland or whatever. So that was, that's kind of why he went left scene hall. Cause scene hall. I mean, he was really good at scene hall. Like he kind of hit the max though with like Powell and everything. Like they were high seas. So he had to obviously get out of there. He's a really good coach though. So I think Maryland's going to Maryland's in a good spot. Um, St. Louis beat Providence then by three. And then Charleston wins the Charleston Classic. Yeah, it's so badass. I'm chewing classic. on that Charleston chew. Fuck yeah. And then um, one more Iowa beat Seton Hall. Big win. Uh, oh, yeah, Seton. fuck. I forgot to put that down. Yeah, that was a hell of a game by Iowa. Was- Keegan Murray, I think, had like damn near double-double at half again. Yeah. And like we said, like these big games, we said Keegan Murray needs to obviously Chris, not bad. be Chris. Yeah, Chris needs to not obviously not beat Keegan, but just like a version of that, like a little less version of that. And he was basically, he was Keegan. So in a big time game in the first big time game they had on the road at scene hall was a really good defensive team. We just, we're good. Like I love Stanford so much too. He has that Trent Kelker look in his eyes, always has his eyes just peeled wide open. And he's just, you know, like the confidence he plays with. I just fucking love him. I was wrong about that game. Super balanced. We're just, yeah, I don't know why the hell. I don't know who in the right mind thought Seton Hall was actually going to win that game. Like, if we were just, I'm, I'm undefeated lifetime in staring contests. Stanford would kick my ass. Who? Stanford. Oh, he just keeps sounding like Stanford. I'm like, well, it's yeah, hard. No, it, it just sounded like it. So I was like, my Stanford, God, yeah. But uh, anyway, cool. next week. Yeah, that's <laughs> I good. got this. Yep. Um, I don't know why I wrote this game down. Bellerman at Duke. I know why I wrote it down. Dude, Bellerman just decides to schedule this non-conference. Like, what the hell? No, because they know, like, their their stretch, their three-game stretch of like ranked teams. They're gonna beat one of them. So, so here's the thing. So, yeah, they played Louisville. I don't care. Like, Louisville's bad, but still <sighs> take Louisville. Then they go blah blah blah, beat two teams, and then Clemson, still power five. Then they go Duke, then Loyola Marymount, Wake Forest. Then they go UCLA, Kentucky. Yeah. I don't know what they like. They said, "Fuck it, we're just gonna start scheduling." And then they got Murray State coming up a little bit after that. It's like they, they got to give some them some credit. Yeah. I don't know, fun to watch, but we're not actually talking about a game. We'll start with the Maui though. Maui Invitational starts on uh, Monday. I don't know, like the listen order, the order of the games. Should we listen, people? Yeah, we'll do. I'll I'll do the game, and then the next game will be the matchup. Anyway, Texas Tech versus Creighton, four point spread. Spread's already out, I believe. Uh, I like Texas Tech. Yeah, like, I mean, Joe, I, go I was gonna. Go I'm gonna take Creighton just because uh, this is like their first like real matchup, right? And uh, Greg yep. McDermott, obviously love him. Uh, Mark Adams, I love him a lot too. Uh, Grandpa Adams. But uh, I mean, I I want to see Creighton win this game. I want them like to prove us wrong for not you know kind of sleeping on them this year. But uh, yeah, I mean, out of the kindness of my heart, I want Creighton to win. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you can't go wrong either. Yeah. Picking them, see their favorite. But I like Texas Tech. I'm just gonna trust Mark Adams. Yep. Uh, in a good defensive game and beat get in the shorts of Creighton and beat them. I'm gonna select. Texas Tech, because I got a lot of space in this basement, and I like to get in my defensive stance sometimes. Yes. So that's why I'm taking Texas Tech, because I remember last – Game tomorrow, 132. Yeah, last, so Thanksgiving, nice. last Thanksgiving break, 
that, that's what I was doing. I was playing defense in my own living room with the team, and I feel like. Oh, remember, because like we're we're huge vibe guys as locker room guys. I mean, that's a reason why our name is the locker room guys. And when we're all betting together, just passing the ball around, getting the energy up, you know, swinging the rock, playing defense, slapping the floor. That's what college basketball is all about as a fan. Yeah, I told Logan, uh, we're sitting here watching Houston. I'm like walking around. I'm like, I don't I just can't sit, watch college basketball. I I don't know why. I just need to be moving and doing something. But um they will play – so that game will play the winner of Louisville and Arkansas, I think. Um, clean sweep here. Which was it? Uh, Louisville and Arkansas. Yeah, I think we got it. You must dig my dig in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs. If Louisville even – Louisville's not – Games at four, 15-point spread. Arkansas. Yep, as it should be. I thought you said the spread was four. I was like, I would games at four. I'd put my life savings on that. I would (laughs) I would put my money online for the world to put that at yeah, okay. Yeah, it's Arkansas. Come on. Um, yeah, sorry, I'll take Arkansas. So then uh we'll just do it. What's the next one? Um Ohio State, San Diego State. Uh me and Ohio State do not click at all. Uh who's your best player right now? Zed Key. Yeah, I'm all right. I'll take uh, San Diego State. I'm all right. Oh, uh, Logan, you go. I'm going to try to find this uh, spread. Here. Oh, it's I got another... it. San Diego State minus three and a half. Mm. I'm taking Ohio State. I like Ohio State. I do. I'll always take my defensive team. The, re- the reason for this, I'm going to kind of go back, go to look at that St. Louis when they played Maryland. It seemed like the power five just is just better. Like athletes – everything like Maryland just was way more athletic way bigger just stronger everything than St. Louis it seemed like I think I think this is gonna be the same in this zone I just think Ohio State a little upset Matt Bradley's gonna just come back game yeah he is not very good this <laughs> year. The, yeah I don't no, think he's gonna game. game this year yet no honestly no he hasn't played he hasn't played a lick hey coin what do big time players play in big time games yeah all right Okay. I'm So then that obviously will play the winner of Arizona, Cincinnati. I'm going to go Arizona. Cincinnati's yeah. not bad, but I'm going Arizona. Yep. I'm going Cincinnati. Eight point, eight and a half point favorite Arizona. Cincinnati. Arizona's just so goddamn big. No, I hate yeah. Kirk. So I, I don't want to. I'm taking Cincinnati. Okay. Um, And then do we want to like do the bracket? Uh, Continue. So yours just... would be. Yours would be Creighton versus Arkansas. Or we just say who's gonna who we think is gonna win it from now from here. Yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. say who's gonna win it. Okay, yeah. Hogs. I mean, I'm obviously riding with the Hogs. Give I mean, me, they're, they're my they're my team. Give me must. Give it. Come on. Give it to us. You must dig my dig in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs. Hogs. I mean, Please, sweet. You think about it. Like Texas Tech Creighton's gonna be fun, but they're not. They're not. They don't. They they don't match up against the Hogs. Ohio State, San Diego State. Don't care. Cincinnati, Arizona. We don't want them. Huge but shout yeah. out to Trayvon, Trayvon Brazil or whatever for putting the highlight oh, of the oh, fucking God. year. Oh, like, on. That dunk is disrespectful. A bump it away, dipsy doo, dunkaroo. Are you serious? Wow. Can't believe it. That was great. Um, so Thursday, there's two Phil Knight tournaments. Phil Knight Invitational and Phil Knight Legacy. We'll do Invitational first. Ah, I shit. I really want to do the Legacy first. Shut up. Both start on Thursday. 
Thanksgiving. Um, oh, man. I'm going to be full as fuck. Just tough game here, guys. North Carolina versus Portland. Like the Trailblazers or? <laughs> Portland. Okay, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Tar Heels. I, I, I think like, I'm going to take the heels as well. I like North Carolina in this game. Um, I What's Portland's name? They're the Portland Pilots. Oh, shit. <laughs> what is that? They, <laughs> they beat Air Force. Isn't that kind of funny? <laughs> that is that is awesome. The Pilots beat the Falcons. No, but like Air Force is playing the Air Force. Right. So the Air- yeah, so how the fuck did they lose? The, yeah. Right. Um. Next game, this will be the winner. It'll be Iowa State versus Villanova. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I I can't really pick Iowa State, so I'll take Villanova. I'm not. No, I'm gonna take the under and Villanova. It's a good okay. idea. Um, UConn versus Oregon. Uh, ooh, I I mean, UConn's such a weird team right now. They're flying under a lot of people's radars, but I'm just gonna quack with the Ducks. I like Oregon too. I'm watching Oregon Houston right now. They're just so athletic and like big. They're just big. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I, Oregon's a team where I, I always believe in them. And they'll always here. just, but I, this is the time. We have Houston um, spread right now. Sorry about um, that. Bama, Michigan State. Oh, uh, yeah. I like Michigan State. Uh, so Alabama, they're playing a good ball right now. I think I'm going to end up liking Alabama this year. Javon Quinterly's really not in the mix. So that helps out a lot with my fandom of Alabama. But uh, yeah, Michigan State, they're just rolling right now. Muck it up team. I think they're going to play great defense against Alabama. And I mean, if Alabama can't make their shots, then who the fuck are, who are they? So yeah, I'm going to take Michigan State too. I put a future on them to win this tournament. So I mean, obviously, I'm going to take them. I'm going. I'm going Michigan State. I, I want to see him keep. I guarantee. I will give you a guarantee. North Carolina will not win this tournament. Yeah, they're not. They're not starting the season seven and six and zero oh, or whatever. I'm going Michigan State to win it. Yeah, I mean that's a really good point. I kind of doubt UNC wins it either, but I. I guess I just kind of. I mean, Coin, are you going Michigan State? No, I'm going North Carolina. All right. Uh, fuck it. I'll go with North Carolina also. Aw. Um, we have a spread. Sorry, guys. Okay, Phil Knight Legacy Tournament. Duke versus Oregon State. Duke. Duke. Okay. Go Duke. Yep, that's what I was thinking. Oh, this is gonna be a good one. Florida Xavier. Oh, I'm I'm gonna take Florida. Just I don't like Xavier, but I mean Florida. They they're a really fucking weird team right now, but they have the talent to do it. And Castleton, big time players playing big time games. So. And I'll tell you why. Um. Trey Jackson Davis ate these guys alive. Castleton's going to eat these guys alive yeah. even more. So give me Florida. I originally circled uh, Xavier, but I'm going to go Florida. Yeah, clean sweep. I like Florida. Um, then Purdue, West Virginia. Uh, uh, you guys talk about it quick. I'm going to go Purdue. I just think that, I mean, I would take – West Virginia's not a good basketball team. I'm going West Virginia. That's one of my favorite coaches. Yeah, I know. I, I like that. Okay. They just leave faster open in the corner all the time. It's crazy what uh, Oregon's doing. Um, 
Last game, I mean, this is Zags versus Portland State. Yeah, I'll take on Zaya. Logan. Zags, versus, Zags versus Portland State. Rivalry game. I'm going to go Zags. I'm going to go Zags. I'm going to go Zags. <laughs> I'm going to go Gonzaga. So, so I think we all – so now to win it. Now to win it. Oh, Gonzaga. To win it all. Duke, Florida, West Virginia, Gonzaga. Duke. Duke, easy. You're going to like this, guys. Duke. Florida. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. These tournaments, these tournaments are crazy. Yeah, they are. These yeah. tournaments are whack. If you want to win money, bet West Virginia. Um, <laughs> good odds. And then there's then the, then the last game I had uh, Sunday, St. Louis at Auburn. Auburn at the jungle. I love St. Louis, but at the jungle. I'm sorry. I mean, you don't win in the jungle. And uh, Pearl knows the spread, so if they're favored. They're gonna win. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm I'm taking. Come on, that's all. Like War Eagle. That's all the games. Yeah, but I mean, anyway, you guys got any last words for either? Um, Feast Week is here. It's upon us. Oh it my God, tomorrow. this is gonna be it tomorrow. It starts tomorrow at one thirty. I needed this so bad. I just need a break from school, eat my fucking heart out, and watch college basketball all week. This is gonna be one of the funnest weeks ever. Yes, I can't wait. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I have nothing else to say unless you guys do. Shout out Houston and Baylor for we got the spreads tonight. I will say this: me and Logan, you took Creighton. One thirty, we got a big defensive game. Yeah, I'm gonna be sweating during that <laughs> game. Ready. I, I'm gonna be sweating my my nuts off during that game. Not because of a spread or a I need this team to win. I'm taking. Well, actually, spread. yeah, because I need a team to win. Well, yeah, they'll be plus. Yeah, they'll be plus. I already picked them. Oh, that's gonna be a game. Huh. All right. Well, anyway, thank you guys for listening so much. We love you. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, college basketball, we're just going to keep being a content machine. Uh, so thank you for listening. As always, wait, take it easy. Wait, oh. wait. Did you see my uh, TikTok that I posted about the girls' basketball thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at the comment section. Oh, do you get raped in it? Oh, my God. They call you a is- simp. Dude, some of them. They... No, it got. It was our most viewed video too, most liked video, most counted <laughs> video. Um, but that's what you do, you know. Um, someone's got to do it. I'm gonna read you some of these comments. They're hilarious. Um, all right. Biggest thirst trap I've ever seen. Dino says simp. <laughs> some guy goes, "Hope she sees this, bro." <laughs> um, they got. So, some guy disagreed. He said, "Same with free throws. They don't miss." Uh, this guy goes, bitch is not beating me in anything. <laughs> um, then you got this. And I get some guys. Uh, oh, I got to find the one. He goes, this guy picked the best WNBA athletes against the top male high school recruits and the women's get cooked. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not talking about in a one-on-one game here. I'm like just saying the three-point shootout. But it was funny because I forgot about it. And then all of a sudden I look like, four days, three days after it. And I'm like, holy shit, we got some movement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there you go. Like anything to get the attention. Yeah. Luke, he's had a long November and he's just looking for, <laughs> looking for a college basketball yeah. player. To get. Oh yeah. But we love, we love our lady ballers at the locker room guys. Shout out them. I mean, I mean, 
the big thing is, I mean, you and I, they almost beat Iowa State. Yeah. Number 17 in the country. So, yeah. Yep. Shout out to you and I. But uh, anyway, thank you for listening so much. And take it easy.